Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. All right, God bless you, all of you that listen to me. God bless you again and again and again. Hope all is well with you and your family. We're going to get ready to get into our uh, our scripture lesson for today. Uh, truly, God is good. I thank God for how he's uh, bringing things out and how he's beginning to relax things. Uh, but it's going to take some time uh, until... Uh, you know, things just really return to normal. So we just thank God for blessing us uh, to be able to just be uh, alive. Uh, let me give you the scripture that we're going to uh, talk on today. Uh, again, I have five and we walk right through these five. It don't take long. We walk right through these fives uh, that scripture that the Lord has given me. Let me give them to you right now. Then we're going to get started here. Uh, my first scripture is going to be St. John. Uh, New Testament, only one for the New Testament, Saint. That's the book of St. John. And the scripture will be chapter 20. And the verse will be 23 through 28. So that's St. John 20, 20. Did I say 23? I'm sorry. St. John 20, 26 through 28. That's 20, 26 through 28. Okay. And the next one will be Isaiah. Isaiah uh, chapter 41. And it's verse 8 through 11. Isaiah 41, uh, 8 through 11. And then we go to the book of Psalms. Psalms, the book 40, verse 1 through verse 4. Psalms 41 through 4. And then Psalms 7 to 1, 1 through 7. Psalms 7 to 1, 1 through 7. And then last, Isaiah 57, 13. Isaiah 57, 13. So we'll, we'll go back over these and call them out again if I went too fast and you missed them. God bless you all. I encourage you to continue to stay saved, continue to stay with the Lord, continue to listen to the telecast cast if you are not going out to church. Continue to listen so you can be spirit, uh, be fed spiritually. We have to have our feeding. Jesus told the apostle, he said, feed my sheep, feed my lamb. So we have to be fed. And this is our the means and the ways that the Lord has given us that we might be able to feed those that was once uh, among us and even others who weren't even among us. Uh, but this is the way God has given us so far to be able to bring uh, the gospel message, the gospel teaching of Jesus Christ to you. All right. All right. We're going to get into it. Uh, now, if you want to write the subject down uh, for subject matter, I wrote down, let the let the Lord God. Let the Lord God uh, be God in you. Uh, so much is going on in our world today. And as I was reading through the scriptures and the Lord just put that thought in my spirit, he said, uh, we know for a fact God is God. And we're going to uh, the uh, Psalms 101. He said, know ye not that the Lord, he is God. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. That's 100 Psalms, uh, you know, and, and we know God is good. Throughout the Bible, we know God declare himself to be God and he declare himself that there is no other, no other uh, God uh, that's among us. Him. He said he don't know another God. So if God is God almighty by himself and he don't even know whether there be uh, another God uh, out there, you know. 
uh, yeah, Psalm 100, verse number three. He said, no, ye, no, ye not. Know ye that the Lord, he is God? Yeah, I, I know that. And God said, don't you know that I'm God? And it is he, this is what David is saying. It's he that made us and not we ourselves. That's 100 verse 3. But, and so my, my subject today is let God, let God be God in you. Now, we know he's going to be God. He's God even if we don't agree with him. He's God if we don't uh, uh, give our life to him. Nothing, no one can take anything away from God being who he is. One thing about it, people do not define God. I can't define, you can't, the United States, the government can't. Nobody can define who God is. By any other means or or, or other outside of what God said in his word that he is, you know, he said who he was and he is who he was and he's going to be who he is regardless of how we feel about it. If we come to the conclusion that there is no God, we just don't want no God. We don't believe that God exists. If we come to that conclusion as a people on this earth, that there's no God. There's no God at all. And we come to that conclusion. And uh, we're going to govern ourselves by our own rules and laws and regulation, by our own minds, our our own understanding, whatever we think we're going to make up our guidelines and Rules as we go. We come to that conclusion as a country. That do not take away from the fact that God is God. What that does, it just said that it just letting us know that we have decided that we won't worship no God because our hearts have uh, 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 have come to the conclusion there be no God. But that that's that's what that could be the that is. And will be the biggest lie that the devil could ever uh, conjure up and put in our minds to come to such a conclusion. So what we think, it does not matter uh, about when it comes to the God thing. God is God and he's going to always be God. And so uh, let I'm saying this morning to us, let's let God be the God that he said he would be to us in our lives. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, uh, uh, but I'm going to let God be God. He said that he was God and uh, I want him to be God in my life. I want that. I want that very much. Uh, uh, I believe it was in the book of uh, 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 the Old Testament where the men said, well, Moses told people, he said, well, if the Lord be God or serve him and if Baal be God, serve him and and you you just choose you uh this day who who you gonna serve, whatever you want to do. If the Lord be God, follow him and serve him. And so uh it's before us. I don't know about you. I know the God of the Bible. I've seen God work. I've seen him heal. I've seen him deliver. I've seen him make ways out of no way. And many times, uh, you know, we, we, we have said he may not come when you want him, but he right on time. I, I know that to be a fact. Many times he have not shown up when I wanted him, but uh, he was on time. 
and uh and and when he was on time and he made things happen and he made things work out the way he wanted them uh to work out uh so let the lord god be god in you you know one day jesus was dealing with his disciples and they were talking about uh paying taxes to caesar and they brought a piece of money to jesus and jesus said who is this inscription that's on this piece of money yeah who who faces this on this money and they said caesar and jesus said uh render to caesar y'all know the story render to caesar the thing that's caesar and to god the thing that's god in other words uh pay your taxes to the government Render to Caesar whatever Caesar is asking for. He's a governor. Uh, give him what's due. And then he turned around and said, now, give God what's due. And we know what God is due. Caesar wanted to tax it to, uh, to fix the road. Same thing as our government won't tax it for. To fix the road, to, to, to fix the bridges, to build whatever he needs to build, to, to take care of the army. He had an army. Uh, that will uh, fight and take care of the, the Roman country. And uh, he needed money to make that happen. So uh, they sent out this taxation and taxed everybody. Uh, a certain portion of uh, uh, revenue will come into the government for the government to operate. We understand that. And so the Lord said, render to Caesar the thing that the Caesar and render to God the thing that the God. What, what, what are the things that God should be rendered? We know he should be rendered praise. We know we should render him, give him our lives. We know we should, God created us that we might serve him. And so my thought is today, let the Lord God be God in your life. I know he's God. I know there is a God that sits high and look low. And I'm going to let that God be God in me. I don't know about you, but everybody don't want him. Everybody, I don't want Jesus to be God in my life. I don't want him to be the God of my life, the Lord of my life. Everybody's not going to accept that. What I'm saying today is something for us to think about. God cannot be your God if you don't let him be. He's not going to throw you down and tie you up or force you. Uh, Let me be your Lord. Let me be your God. Let me be your Savior. Let me be your master. Let me be your leader. Let me be this to you. You know, uh, God's not going to do that. One thing about God, he's not going to break the door down. He's not going to break the door down. You know, God is that kind of God. And I, and I see it on a, on, a, on a level of a family. A family. I see a, a man, the head of his family, wife, husband, children. You know what? And, and I see it this way. I think that uh, the man of the house he cannot be the man of the house if the people of the house don't let him be the man of the house. You got to let him be the man of the house. Whatever happened, if uh, if it's a wild animal outside, the man of the house got to take care. If if rodents in the house, rats and 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 you know the bugs and you name all the pests that's among us, uh, the lady of the house ain't supposed to get up and see about that. The man of the house does it. He take care of that, but why? Because he's the man of the house. Okay, you take care of this and uh and, and get rid of all these things. So uh you have to let him be. 
uh, uh, the man of the house. And I know sometimes there's a struggle in, with families with that, letting men be the men and, and, and letting the lady be the lady. There's a struggle within itself. That's a, that's a whole nother story for another day. But my thought is let God be God in your life. He cannot be God if you don't let him. You got to let him. I'm going to, I want you to be the God of my life. I want you to be the provider in my life and everything I need. I allow God to come into my life and be to me uh, what he said he would be in scripture. That makes sense to anybody. You got to let him do it. If you don't allow him to do it, then he won't do it. If you don't let him do it, then it's not. It's not so. Let's look into the word today. Let's get into the word. Okay. Uh, in the book of uh, St. John, we're going to start right there. Uh, after Jesus' resurrection, after Jesus' resurrection, uh, here's a man that uh, Jesus talked to. Uh, that's St. John, the 20th chapter. And let's take a look at verse number uh, 26. And verse 26 says, after eight days again, his disciples were with him. This is after the resurrection. And Thomas was with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut. See, our Lord, he don't, you don't have to open the door for him. Uh, just keep it shut. Uh, after his resurrection, God had his head, his glorified body. He was able to go through doors. It didn't, the door can't stop God. Even today, doors can't stop him. Uh, the door's been shut and, and stood in the midst and stood in the midst and said to his disciples, he said, peace be unto you. One thing about the God we serve, he wants you to have peace among yourself. Have peace among yourself. We God is a God of peace. He don't want wars. He don't want fighting. We have to be careful that we don't fight amongst ourselves. Uh, God don't want that among his people. Be at peace with one another. Get along uh, with your family members as much as you can. Uh, be at peace with those that that you know, your siblings, and uh, refuse not to be at peace. And sometimes to be at peace, you may have to uh, back up a little bit. Uh, you may have to, uh, uh, you know, not associate as much. Uh, do whatever you have to do to be at peace. Never, definitely not going to be at war. Today, I can say I'm not at war with any of my family members. I hadn't argued with my uh, uh, my any of my brothers and sisters in, in years. We all got older and mama gone on home and left us back here. And we haven't had a argument or a spat in years. Now, disagreement, yeah, we had disagreements about things, how to go about doing some things uh, since mom gone. Yeah, we had disagreement, but never an argument. So I thank God for that. And before I argue with anybody, I go the other way. If we had more peoples like that, don't you know this world be a better place? But some foot, they will stand flat foot, toe to toe, eye to eye, neck to neck, and just, just argue with you straight out just for the sake of arguing. And this is what's wrong with our people today. Uh, we got to learn how to have peace among ourselves. Don't do it. Don't do it. Before you argue, so well, I'll see you later. We'll talk about this another time. So the Lord came in this room and he said, uh, peace be unto you. Y'all see that? Peace be unto you. Anybody want peace this morning? 
I don't want nothing but some peace. I just want to get along and with, with everybody, and I just want to be at peace. Can't we all just, as one man said, can't we all just get along? <laughs> can we stop all the fighting and shooting? Oh, my God, my God. Can we just not argue? Can we just not fall out? Can, can You know, can we do that? We can do that. We can do that. Uh, it's not our nature to do that, but we can do that because of the God that's in us. Okay. So he said, peace be unto you brothers. And verse 27 said, then said he to Thomas, he said, Thomas, here's what I want you to do. Reach hither thy finger and behold my hand. Look at my hand, Thomas, and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side, Thomas, and be not faithless what is that but believing when you do this believe what you see believe what you feel with your hands oh my god i feel the holes in you i see the holes in your hand lord i see i feel the hole in your side where it spears whether or they pierce you in the side I, I feel that now you see it now believe what you see there are some people that know something and they still won't believe it. There are some people that seen something and they still won't believe it. Let God be God in your life. Don't, don't sit up here and know things and not believe them. Don't sit up here and see things. You can, you can see it with your own eyes. Well, I just don't believe it. I'm, I'm not going to accept that. I'm just not going to accept it. But hear what the Lord told Tom. He said, Thomas, take your hand. Feel my hand. Press it in my side. And be not faithless, but believing. You got to learn to believe some things that you see and you can feel. Uh, if you can see people showing love, believe it. That they're loving people. If you can, if you can see it, if you can feel that they show love toward you, don't you go around still being mean and oh, they don't love me, don't nobody love me. You see folks showing you love. You see that. Yeah, you see folks showing you love. They bring you something, dinner, and they 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 see about you and, and, and care about you. You see folks showing you love. You don't be faithless, but believe that they love you. That makes sense to anybody. Anytime somebody do something for me, I believe them folks love me. Yeah, I believe they love me. You do something for me. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't do it. That makes sense to anybody. Amen. And then they don't do nothing for you. I I, I believe what I see too. <laughs> if you don't do anything for me, I believe what I see. You don't care nothing about me. No, 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 no. It won't bake me no cake. Won't bring me no pie. No, I, you know, I don't need nobody to tell you. They don't believe they like you. I, I got eyes. And God and Jesus told Tom, he said, believe what you see. And, and, and take your hand and feel my, my handprint on my side and believe what you feel. I'm telling y'all today, start believing what you see and start believing what you feel. Amen. It's very important. That's what the Lord told Thomas. And so, and then, now check this out. Going further in verse number eight. Then after he told him that, then Thomas said, he, and Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. After Thomas saw the nail print in his hand, after Thomas felt the, 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 the hole that was in his side, Thomas said, 
Oh, my Lord and my God. Now Thomas is willing to accept Jesus as his Lord and his God. Let him be your God. When you see it, you can feel it. Let him be God. So many folk going around, they know God is good. They seen God work. God had brought them out of way out of uh, many, many situations, and they still refuse to let God be God. God not gonna tie the sinner man down and and and, and make him be let uh, you you let me be your God now. Not the devil. Let me be your God. Not gonna do that. God reigned on the just and the unjust all the same, right? God woke the sinner man up this morning and the bright sunshine was beautiful yesterday, beautiful today. God not going to make that man look. Look, I, I let the sun shine on you and it shine on my people too. Let me be your God. No, God not going to do that. You got to accept him. That's what the Bible is all about. Acceptance. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. So, so Thomas said after he saw all these things and after he felt these things, he said, my Lord, now I accept you. Oh, and because of that, Thomas didn't get blessed that day. Note in verse 29. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou believe. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Now, Jesus said, now, uh, you that, that can believe before you see it, you that can believe before you feel it, you will receive a blessing of God. Yeah, you 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 blessed of God to 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 believe that. You know, folks don't have to. Uh, you hear folks say, "Well, show me, show me." I know sometimes we have to be shown sometimes, but sometimes we also got to learn to take folks' word and face value. What they said, if they said, "Uh, good to see you, I love you," believe it. They they haven't showed you otherwise, have they? Have they thrown a brick and bust your window out? They haven't showed you anything otherwise. So saying it, I, I believe it. I, I haven't seen you try to hurt me or harm me in any kind of way. So uh, I, I believe it. And you haven't showed me nothing. You just said the words. I am seeing evidence that you don't. That makes sense. I haven't seen evidence that you don't. So you ain't got to go out. And do a whole lot of stuff to, to show people that you do love them. That makes sense in the Bible. You don't love me. You don't love me. Oh, I got to go out. I got to go out and buy up the town to show you that I do. No. If I said I do, if a person said they do, take them for face value for what they say. And as time progresses, if they get opportunity, they will show you. But don't put it to them to show you by by them going out doing it because they're going to go out and do it just to get you to hush, to be quiet. And it's not really in their heart coming forth from from the heart. It's it's they doing it because you're putting pressure on them to do it. But you want them to do it as they are led to do it. Then you can see the love. And so here Thomas said, my Lord and my God. So here God is trying to teach Thomas and us a lesson today that we should, we should, as we see it, okay, yes, I believe it, and I can feel it, yes, I believe it, but there are people that see it and can feel it and still don't believe it, and there are people that, that will show you, that will do it, and I mean, they, they still don't believe it. I've, I've done things, sometimes people do things for folks, we get on down into the lesson, 
Y'all be careful. Sometimes we be trying to get people attention and win their affection by doing things for them. There are some people I, I don't I don't know what what who they are, what you call them. I ain't found a good name for them. But you you can you can you can you can uh, do all you want to do for them, and still it's not enough. You know y'all, y'all don't know nobody like that. I mean, no, no more. No, no, no matter how much you do for them, it's still not enough. They, they still haven't uh, gave you the okay. It's still not accepting. You still got to continue to do things to prove yourself to them. You know, uh, uh, come on now, come on, y'all follow what I'm saying? You can't do enough. I've did that for years. I've tried to win people friendship. I've tried to win. They love, they, 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 they respect and, 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 and everything. And the more I did, the more I had to do. It was, there just was no winning. And, and one day I came to myself and I, I, I told myself, I said, I can't win. I can't win. I told Sister Charles uh, about a situation that uh, that was going on. I said, I can't win. I'm losing. The more I try to help, the, the, it seemed like it ain't doing no good. And it seemed like the more I do for that person, the worse off I get. So I come to my senses. I got to wake up here. Some folks, you can't. You can't. You can't. I don't know why, but you just not going to get that symptoms. Y'all got to be prepared for that, too. So after you've done all that, wake up, wake up. Somebody said, wake up and smell the coffee. If, if, if they don't like it, they just ain't going to like you. Some folks just ain't going to like it because they just ain't going to like you. And you can give them a shirt off their back. They still ain't going to feel no different towards you. That makes sense to anybody. So don't, don't be giving all your shirts away. <laughs> don't be giving all your shirts away. They still ain't going to like you, Brother James. If you get one, two shirts, you better wake up. So, man, I ain't going to have no clothes, but they still ain't going to like me. All right, let's move on here, y'all. But let God be, let him be the God in your life. He is God, but you have to let him. Are y'all listening to me? Let him be God in your life. And I, I choose to do that. Now, let's go just a little bit further. Look at, look at the book of Isaiah. Isaiah the 41. Isaiah 41. Check this out. Isaiah 41 and uh, looking at verse number 8. Listen to what the Lord said. Verse number 8, Isaiah 41, verse number 8. Y'all see it? There it is right there. He said, but now, Israel, thou art my servant. That's what God told Israel. You, you my servant. Jacob, whom I have chosen, and sent, uh, uh, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Now, now, God said that Abraham was his friend. I hope one day you and I can get that close to God where we can say, God is my friend. God can say, you my friend. Thomas, you my friend. James, you my friend. Jack, are you my friend. Maybe one day we'll get that. We'll get to that point where God can say, you, you my friend. But now we know for a fact that Abraham was God's friend. He believed God so and God, God trusted him and he trusted God and God said, Abraham was my friend. But he said, now, now, Jacob, I've chosen you. You, you the seed of Abraham, my friend. And verse number goes on a little bit further. Uh, verse nine said, "Thou, uh, thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from chief men thereof." Now, one thing about God: God had called some of His people from the ends of the earth. I thank God that out of this whole big universe, God looked way down in Fayette County and saw a little old country boy, and, and, and He called me. 
call me. Wherever you were at, God saw you at that point and where you were, and God calls you. So he called people from all over the world, all walks of life. It don't matter where you are. He reach over here and get some. He'll reach over there and get some. He'll go back there and get some. God just get folks from every walk of life and everywhere. He, so he said, Jacob, uh, he's a God thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and have called thee from the chief. Look at that. Chief men. There were some people that, that had pretty good position in life. They were walking with they were walking with uh, chief men, well-known folks, honorable folks. And God reached and got him, you know, and got him from those folks. You, you come over here with me. You know, you 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 might be serving in in in, in a government position, a, a government elected position, or a high position, a corporate office somewhere. It don't matter. God look up and say, I, I need that man. He 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 worked for the University of Life. He, he worked over here in the corporate uh world. But I but I need him. I I need him to work for me. And God will call him with his with his experience and his expertise to come over here and further the kingdom of God. Help somebody get the word out. With his skills and what, with his know-how, oh, I need him to work with somebody. That's what I'm asking God to do for me. God, know I need some folks to come here with their expertise and their skills and their know-how to help me get the word out. All right, no, 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 it was here. He said, "Okay, I call you from among what chief men there are, and said unto you, Thou art my servant.' This is what the Lord said: You are my servant. No matter your position in life, the status that you have in life, you are my servant. I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. I thank God today for that. He said, I have what chosen you, Lord. I thank you for choosing me." could have chose show someone else but you looked at little old me i thank him for that it's good to be chosen it make you good it make you feel good for somebody to look at a group of people and say okay uh uh i'll take you come come with me i never will forget my my first job i gotten uh when i i was working at memphis hardwood flooring right there on thomas street and it was that, that was my first job out of high school. I went to work, went up there with a friend of mine, guy by the name of Joe Gibb. He called him. He's a big fella. I was a little old, little old, uh, you know, strong or something. And uh, Joe was big and healthy, strong, robust. And we went there together looking for a job. And the manager came out. and he, They would come out in those days and they would just look at the men's. And they would pick this one and pick that one. Pick them according to his eye, his ability, his eyesight, this looked like a strong man, looked like he can do the work and, 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 you know, just picked among them. Well, I was standing there with Joe and the manager looked at me and looked at Joe and uh, he picked Joe. Come here, come on. Took him on in the building, put him to work and left me standing there. Can you imagine how that felt? Uh-huh. It feel good to be chosen and it feel bad to be left. So he took Joe on in and found Joe a job doing something in that plant. He came back and got me later on, but I, it took so long. I thought it wasn't coming back. Lord have mercy. But uh, anyway, he chose Joe first. And and so what I'm trying to I said all that to show to say this. It, it, it's a good thing to be chosen. It's a good feeling to be chosen. And, and, and it's an uncomfortable feeling, very uncomfortable, weird feeling to be rejected. 
So God said right here, he said, I, I've chosen you. And I thank God you ought to be on. And I, I feel good that God chose me. And, and I haven't cast thee off, cast you away. But now verse number 10, he appealed unto them. Verse number 10, he said, feel thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. Y'all see that? God telling him, he said, I'm with you. It's it good to know. It's good to know you chose and it's good to know somebody with you. You're not alone. The Lord said, I'm with you. And he said, I know what he said. He said, for I am thy God. So this is my thought today. God making this appeal to Israel. And he said, look, I'm with you. I've chosen you. I am thy God. I'm your God. Who your God today? Who is your God? Who is your God? Let God be the God that he said he could be in you. Let him be God in you. God said, I'm your God. Sometimes it's good that you have to remind people who you are to them. Be sad for a man to have to remind his wife, I'm your husband. I'm your husband. Not Bobo. I'm your husband. Sad for a woman to have to remind her husband, I'm your wife. I'm your wife. Why are you over there? Come home. I'm your wife. Isn't that sad? That's sad. But here God is reminding Israel. He said, look, I chose you. I'm going to help you. And I'm going to strengthen you. And he said, I I am your God. Not those dumb idols. Not those idols that can't do anything. They're not alive. Not a statue. Not a stone. Not a tree. Not those images that can't do anything. That can't even speak. God said, I'm your God. I'm your God. God reminding Israel, I'm your God. And God reminding us today that no matter what's going on in this world, Corona and everything else, I'm your God. I'm your God. Yeah, I'm your God. Sometimes we we need to be reminded. We forgot he our God. You forgot? If Sister John forgot I'm her husband, I guess I better pack my suitcase. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, if I forgot to cheat my wife, that's not good. Sometimes things happen in life, things go on in our lives, and we just forget all about everything. We forget about who God is. We forget about that God said that he was our God. God said, he said, I am thy God. There it is. Y'all see it? And he even went on to say, I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will. I'm going to strengthen you. Yea, I will help thee. Y'all see all this good stuff? I'm your God. I chose you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to strengthen you. Let God. Be the God that he said it would be in your life. You got to let all this stuff apply. Man can't be the man if you don't let him be the man. The husband can't be the husband. You can't let, you won't let him be the husband. Wife can't be the wife. You won't let her be the wife. And all the goodies and nuggets that come from that. You you can't you can't have if you don't let that person be who they said they were to you or who they are to they are to you. you see, I'm making sense in about it. Same way it is with the pastor. 
if you I can't be your pastor if you don't let me be your pastor. How in the world are you gonna pass a group of people and they won't let you? You got to let me be your pastor. And as you let me be your pastor, then I can get in there and go to work. And I can get in there and show you things that God said in his word that's, that's for you to have. And I can show you things that, that, that you should do and, 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 and laws and, you know, an application that you need to apply to do to get what you need from God to, to live a better Christian life. But I can't do that if you don't let me. That makes sense in the Bible. You got to let me. This is all God saying to Israel. He said, you got to let me be your God. So I'm saying to you this morning, let God be the God that he said he will be to you. He said, I will, I will strengthen you. I'm going to help you. And don't know what we went on to say. Check this out. He said, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Thank you, Lord. Let God be the God that he said it would be to you. You got to let him do it. Everything God you said you could do, you said you helped me, you said you would strengthen me. Yeah. You said you would uphold me. Okay. I accept that. I accept that. I don't know about you all, but I accept that. And when I get in trouble, I look to God to say, I'm your God. You said you are my God. When I get in trouble, I look for God to help me. I look for God to strengthen me. I look for God to uphold me in the time of trouble. Why? Because he said, I'm your God. When I get in sick, I look to God to raise me up. Can you say amen, somebody? Raise me up, Lord. Don't you leave me down here. Don't you just let me lie here. You said you my God. I trust you. You my husband. You my husband. Y'all hear me? You my husband. Pay the bills. Y'all listening to me. Did y'all get that? You my husband. Pay these bills. You my husband. Go get some grocery in here. Yeah. You my husband, take care of this family. You my wife, cook something. Uh-oh. <laughs> Feed me. I go get it. At least you all fix it. Amen. We get sometime. If, if you don't feel like fixing, just tell us I ain't cooking. Come on, we going out. But that'll work too. That'll work too. Just as long as you put some food in my stomach. Now, let's go just a little bit further, y'all. I'm almost done. Let God, let God be the God that he said he will be in your life. All right, now let's go a little, a little bit further. Where am I? Okay, this turns with me to the book of Psalms. Psalms. Psalms 40. We're in the Old Testament here. Psalms 40. Check this out. But let God, you got to let him be that. All that stuff. He ain't going to break the door down. Psalms 40. Psalm 40 and verse 1, I'm going to read down. Check this out. We're moving right along. Psalm 40 and verse number 1. You got to let God be God. I'll let him. I, I want him to do that. He, he, he's, I'm your God. All right. When I get in trouble, I'm going to call him. You know what? Look at it like this right here. Have you ever had a mechanic, a personal mechanic, when your car broke down? So I ought to call my mechanic. This car running rough. It ain't idling right. I mean, it's just acting all up. Or sometimes I hit brakes. It pulled to the left. It pulled to the right. It just won't go down the road. I got to call my mechanic. 
Yeah, that's what you do. You got one. I'm going to call Mama Candy and let him check this thing out. So, brothers and sisters, when things go wrong in life and many times it will, you got to call your God. He said, I'm your God. You call him. You talk to him. You talk to him. Because he's the one that said he's going to fix it. Check this out. Psalms 40, verse number one. All right, y'all see it? Verse number one, saying, he said, I wait patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me. And he heard my cry. There it is. He said, I waited patient for him. And he, he, he inclined unto me. Uh, and he heard my cry. And he brought me uh, He brought me also out of a horrible pit. Somebody was in trouble right here. He said, he brought me up out of a harbor pit, out of the mara clay. And he set my rock up, my feet up on a rock and established my going. So David is testifying here. He said, look, I, 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 I wait patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me and he heard my cry. What did he say he did? What did David say he did? He, he, he delivered me out of a harbor pit. When you think about some of the things we've gotten ourselves into. I've been in a harbor pit. I'm in a harbor pit. You have been in a harbor pit. All of God people at one time or sometime or another in their life, they've been on a they've been on a bad situation. I never will forget I heard Steve Harvey. He was saying one day on TV how God really blessed him down through the life and down down through the years and brought him up to where he is now. Steve Harvey was testifying on TV one day and he said there was a point in my life, people looking at where he is now, but you don't know where he came from. Having sleeping cars, having sleep, you know, uh, uh, wherever, in alleys and what have you. Things weren't always good. But it, what he said one time, and it really caught my eye. He said, at one point in my life, I was in a dark place. And when he said that I could resonate with that, 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 that uh, the light came on, and the, the bell rang. Steve Harvey said, at one point in my life, I was in a dark place. I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know uh, how I was going to succeed. I didn't, he didn't, I didn't see a path forward, a dark place. And right now, there are people right today, they're they sitting in a dark place. They don't know what to do. They don't know who to turn to. They may even commit suicide. They, they may go to do some terrible thing that, that could end their lives and destroy their life. Even wind up in prison. In a dark place. Folks right now in a dark place. You look at them every day. They look well. They laugh with you. They talk with you. But they're in a dark place. Until they let you in their world, you'll never know. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Unless they open up and let you in, you'll never know they're in a dark place. But if if they allow you to see where they are, you can pull them up out of there. You ain't got no business being here. You better than this. You you living beneath your privilege to go down and travel roads like this. Come on up out of here. You deserve much better. You're a child of God. Come on out of there. Don't allow the enemy to do you like that. Suffering with this. Depression and low self-esteem. Come on up out of here. Don't nobody love you. Come on up. You, you're in a dark hole. So when he said that, I, it, it just did something to me. When he said those words, I was in a dark place. I could, I could, I could resonate with it. I said, my God, I, I, I don't even want to 
think about where he was, you know, uh, in, in a world where he, he, he dealing in drugs and alcohol and, and you name everything that, that, that came his way. He was there. But he was giving glory and honor that God brought him out of there. Everybody don't come out of there. And so here he said here, and he said, uh, he brought me up out of a, out of a, a horrible pit and, and, and out of the miry clay and what God done. He set my feet up on a rock and he established my going. I don't know about you, but I thank God today that he's a God that can reach way down and bring you out. He reach way down. He can bring you out. He can pick you up. Yes, he will. And he loved to do it. He wants to do it. But you got to let him. Let him do it. Somebody said, let God do it. He ain't going to do it. You won't let him do it. Let me help you. Let me help you, son. Let me help you, daughter. But but it can't help you if you won't let it. You can stretch your hand forth, but they won't reach back. You know, I've seen old movies, and you have too. You've seen movies on TV where they were fighting, and they were the, 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 he was getting the best of him, hit him and knocked him, and he went over a cliff, but he caught a hope to a rock. And then the man that knocked him over reached out his hand, extended to, to pull him back up. And 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 when he reached for him, it's many times they won't even reach back. To get to take his hand, they really just go and fall and 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 destroy themselves and be fall to their death. Then to allow uh, him to extend the hand to help them and pull them back up. And sometimes they extend the hand. They sometimes I see move where they they reach for the extended hand just to try to pull him on down with him. So some folks you're trying to reach and extend your hand to to help them. They they so ruthless that they they they, they don't they don't mind destroying themselves along with you. Gotta watch it now. Don't you let somebody that don't want no help destroy you trying to give some help. Am I I making sense in here? So God said, David's testifying, God, you you brought me out of horror pit and you set my feet up on a rock and you established my going. And verse number three said, and he had put, oh, look at this. And verse number three, he said, and he had put a new song in my mouth. Even praises unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall and, and, and shall trust in the Lord. Now, now he said, now God, he, he changed my life. Put a new song. An old song I was singing wasn't doing me no good. God put a new song in my mouth. A lot of folks, they need a new song. That old song you sang in many times uh, is an old destructive song. It's not a song of deliverance, not a song that will, that will benefit you. You need to change songs, and sometimes you need to change partners too. You dancing with the wrong one. Um, I, I never forget, I heard folks say when they got saved, you know, they go, they were nightclub and doing some of your things that uh, when, when they got saved, they, they didn't stop dancing. They just changed partners. Yeah, keep on dancing. You were dancing for the devil. Now, come on, dance for the Lord. Don't stop dancing. You get you out there dancing for the devil. Then when you come in here for the Lord, you won't even dance. You won't raise your hand, won't clap your hand, won't even pat your feet. Dance for the Lord. You dance for the devil. Yeah. Dance for the Lord. So he said, uh, uh, he gave, put a new song in my heart, in my mouth, and uh, and, and, and many people are going to see the change that has come over me. Somebody said, oh, what a change. What a, a wonderful, a beautiful change has come over my life. And, 
you know what? And somebody going to see it. And somebody may even start trusting God after they see the chain that had come over your life. Yeah, we need folks to, to show up sometime. Let God be God in your life. Now it goes on. Look, look, look check this out. I'm, I, I'm almost done. Check this out. Verse number four. Bless is that man that makes the Lord his trust. Now I got to come back because y'all ain't going to get this. Bless is that man that makes the Lord his trust. And he's, he, what? Respected not the proud, nor, 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 nor such as turn aside to lies. Now, that first line is very, very important. I'm going to come back because there's something there I want you to see. It's very, very important. Verse four. He said, bless is what? See, bless is, Brother James said, the man. It's, a, it's, it's something here I want you to catch. He said, bless is that man. He didn't say the man. He said, bless is that man. That man right there. That do what? That make the Lord his trust. Y'all understand what I'm saying? This is what he's saying. Blessed is that man. Show me the man that trusts God. And I'm going to show you. Blessed is that man. Blessed is that woman that make the Lord his trust. Brother and sister, if you let God be the God that he is in your life, blessed is that man. Blessed is that woman. Look at yourself. You are blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed. We sung that at my, we did that at my birthday party. I'm blessed. Well, I'm blessed. I want the world to know I'm blessed. Blessed is that man because I trust God. Blessed is that woman. This is what David saying right here. He said, blessed is what? That man. That man. I'm not talking any man. Not just blessed is any man. Oh, bless. Now, now, now. Blessed is any man. No, not blessed any man. Not blessed any woman. But blessed is that man. Put emphasis on that. Blessed is that person. Blessed is that man, that, 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 that woman, that boy, that girl. Blessed is that person that does what? That, that make the Lord his trust. If you trust in the Lord, he will make a way. If you trust in the Lord, he will bring you out. Blessed is that man. Y'all see it? There it is right there. Blessed is that man. Oh, thank you, Lord. Blessed is that man right there. That man right there. That woman right there. You are blessed. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Charlie Charlie Wilson got a song out. He said, I'm blessed. Y'all heard him saying, I'm blessed. Charlie sang that thing too. Yeah. I'm blessed. And you're blessed. Uh, blessed is that man. That man right there. All right. Let's go a little bit further. I'm almost done. My last one. Uh, check this out. Uh, well, well, okay. Some... Psalm, one more, one more in Psalm, then unless we're going to move on. Psalm 701. I'm going to show you something here. Psalm 701. Let God be the God that he said he's going to be in your life. We, we Look, I know Corona came down through here and took out a lot of folk. But look, I'm telling you, let God be God. God, God going to take care of you. God going to bring you out. Those that are gone, it was their time to go. Those of you that got sick and got well, it wasn't time for you to go. Those of you that are here right now that have never got it, it's still not time for you to go. You ain't going for your time. Now, check this out. Psalm 71, verse number one. 
All right, we moving on. Uh, in thee, he said, 701 verse 1, y'all got it? In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. There it is. Let me never be put to confusion. God would never have his people to be confused. I don't, I don't understand. All these folks dying of Corona. I don't understand. What God at? Uh, what's going on? I don't understand. God ain't going to let you be confused. He ain't going to let you be confused. What's going on? Folks ain't trusting God. Let God be God that he said he was going to be. You trust God. You trust God. I trust God. I don't trust man. I don't trust the government, but I trust God. Don't trust the government and don't trust God. He said, trust, he said, let, he said, what? Uh, 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 in thee do I put my trust. When you sing the song, I will trust in, I will trust in the Lord until I die. Y'all remember that old song? Let me never be put to shame. Verse number two, he said, he said, deliver me in, in thy righteousness and cause me, me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. This, this is what he's saying. Verse number three, he said, be, be thou my strong habitation whereunto I may continually resort. Now, 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 my, now, my Bible entitled this particular prayer. He said, this is a prayer of an old age man. Prayer of an aged man. This is a prayer of a man that didn't live and seen some things. And he got older and he's praying to God. And this is his prayer. A prayer of deliverance. Deliver me. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. I thank God I got away. Somebody said the devil thought he had me. But thank God I got away. Oh, yeah. He, I got away. Corona got a lot of them, and I thank God I got away. Didn't you get away? Amen. He said, cause me to escape. Thank God for y'all to escape. You got away. Incline, you know what I mean? Verse 4, verse 3 says, he said, he said, be thou my strong habitation, my dwelling place, whereunto I may continue to resort. I continue to go to God and has and has given commandment to save me for thou art my rock and my fortune. We got to understand who God is and what God said he was. He'll be to you. Let God be the God that he said he will be unto you and unto me. You are my fortune. You are my rock. My rock in a weary land. I mean, when things get rough, I, I can go to my rock and cry out to my God who is a rock. A rock represents something that's solid. It's firm. It's not shakable. Not easy to be broken. I thank God for the rock of my salvation. Let God be God. Let him be God. Let's go a little bit further. Check this out. Check this out. Verse number four. He said, deliver me, oh my God out of the hands of the wicked, out of the hands of the unrighteous and cruel people. There's some people you won't get away from now in life. I'm telling you, there's some people mean you no good. You won't ask God to get you away from those folks. I thank God. I prayed that prayer. Lord, get these folks away from around me. Get them away from around me. These cruel folks, evil men, folks that want to hurt you. Verse number five, for thou art my hope. Y'all see it? For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from, check this out. Thou art my hope. Thou art my God. Thou art my trust from my youth. Ever since I was a little bit of baby, all I know was Jesus. All I knew was Jesus. God is my hope and my trust. That's all I know. Hope try to get you away from what you know. Don't let it happen. Don't you let nobody pull you up out of that. That's, that's all you knew. 
ever since my youth. And then he goes on to say, he said, by thee, I have been holding up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bow. My praise shall be continually of thee. Oh, but look at verse number seven. He said, he said, I am as a wonder unto many. But thou art my strong refuge. So David saying, this this old man, he aged person, he said, I am a wonder. Oh, if we sang a song a long time ago, he's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder. And David said, I, I am as a wonder. When people look at you, they wonder how you made it. I'm a wonder. I'm a wonder. God, God just done some wonderful things in my life. He'll make you a wonder. People say, how'd she make it? I thought he wasn't going to make it. I thought she was going to be lost. But I'm a wonder. I'm a wonder. And I thank God today for serving this God. This God that we know, the God of the Bible. He He makes us a wonder. God going to bless you. God, Let God be the God that he said he was going to be in your life. I am as a wonder unto men. They wonder how you made it. They wonder why you're still standing. They ran off. They left you. They forsook you. And they wonder how, why you're still standing. How you survive. How you making it. How you doing what you do. I am as a wonder. It's because of the goodness of Jesus. Can you say amen right there? It's because of the goodness of the Lord. I'm a wonder. I know you wonder how I'm standing. How I made it. How I'm making it. The goodness of the Lord. Sure ain't no goodness of folks. It's the goodness of the Lord. I got one more to get in. I'm going to let y'all go. Look look at this here. Look at this. Isaiah. Isaiah 57. Isaiah 57. Let me give you this and then we're going to let you go. All right. Isaiah 57. They walk right on down through it. It won't take long. Isaiah 57 and verse 13. This is very, very important. Let God be the God that he said he would in your life. Isaiah 57, 13. He said, when thou criest, let the, let the company deliver thee. But the wind shall carry them all away. That's the enemy. Vanity shall take them. Yeah, that's the enemy. But look at verse this verse right here. But he that put his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit the mountain. So I don't know about you. I'm going to put my trust in the Lord. I will, I will trust in the Lord. He that he that trusts in me shall inherit the land. I don't know about y'all, but I take the land. Yeah, I made mine and said, Lord, give me the land. I'm going to trust you. Bless me. I take the land. I take it. But all the other folk, God said, the wind going to carry them away, going to drive them away. You that ain't trusting in God, you that don't trust in God, you that trust in man, you that trust in signs, more you trust in God, yeah, the wind going to drive you away. You better trust in God. He said, but he, there it is, but he, we, but he that put his trust in me, God Almighty, shall possess, there it is, the land. That's the one that's going to be blessed. Put your trust where it's supposed to be in Almighty God. Put it in Almighty God. So I'm saying today, let God be the God that he said he would be in your life. And you will possess the land. God going to bless you. He going to bless you with cars. He going to bless you with money. He going to bless you with things. If you let him be your trust, God bless you. I hope it says something encourage you on today. Let God, let him be it now. We ain't going to be it if you don't let him. Let him be it. 
Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.